Glory to Jesus Christ. We heard a very powerful parable today. And it seems to us so clear that, well, we even don't search to listen to saints who explained or to give us commentary on this parable. But if we read these commentaries, we would recognize that, well, we were not very wrong in our understanding. Because it is really easy to understand and to see this blindness, this lack of ability to see needs of that beggar from the rich man's side. But these commentaries of Holy Fathers, they go a little bit deeper. They say that this lack of ability to see needs of Lazarus indicates something more serious in the state of heart of the rich man. They are talking about state of resolve, which was closed to this knowledge from above, which was closed to wisdom, which comes from God's revelation. That rich man was not a bad man, if he was some kind of a criminal or some kind of well, not good character, it, Christ would mention that in that parable. The rich man probably was a decent guy, but he had this problem. His heart, his soul was closed for knowledge which comes from above, for understanding of this God's spirit which gives some kind of clarity in understanding all things, which gives ability to see what is important and what is necessary. And this is common problem for those who are rich. But for sure we should not remember, understand this richness in a way that, well, it is connected only with a lot of money or a lot of property. To be rich in this world, it means to enjoy things of this world in fullness. It means to be con concentrated on pleasure of this world. Abraham told this to rich men, you were enjoying good things in previous life. Now you are in torment. And this is what is the spiritual law. For example, if we follow 
some of our passions, we are, we are having good life. Because this passion gives us temporary pleasure, which make our life rich in this not correct way. If somebody is enjoying life in fullness, as many times we are invited to do this, it means to enjoy and taste all pleasures of the life. Yes, then we can say that we have some kind of richness of this life. But the spiritual law says that if we fill our heart with pleasures of body or, or souls, with things of this world, then we are not able to receive knowledge which comes from the bowel. We are like locked in our own world. And even we know about God, we read about God, even we try to love God, all these movements doesn't give us real access to real life in Christ. We are staying just in illusion or illusion or some kind of image or some kind of way of life which we were able to create based on our intellect only. But we are invited to have fullness of life. And this fullness of life is possible only when we conquer ourselves, when we deny these pleasures of the life. And we are searching for knowledge which is gift from God to those who open for Him. And those spiritual laws are very important to know and to somehow follow because we can live a shallow life. We'll not taste this fullness of life with Christ. And eventually we are going to lose forever this life with Christ as it is, as we know from this parable. So what can we do to protect ourselves from this blindness of that rich man? What can we do, what we are supposed to do, to open our heart for this knowledge which comes directly from God and pulls us closer to Him and really gives us almost mystical experience what does it mean to be this God? So I, the Syrian, when he makes like summary of spiritual life in his 64th homily, he says that 
we need to make one or two basic steps. The first thing is to enter or to choose poverty. He means through this to simplify our life from those pleasures which don't bring us closer to God. We have to ask ourselves, okay, it might be pleasant for me, does it, but does it help me to go closer to God or not? And usually this is a good question which uncovers this illusion or this temptation which we have. So this is first step. And the second step is connected with this first one. And he calls us, you have to really go to stillness, to some kind of silence and solitude. Do you have to calm down you from and to re, uh, refuse this noise of the world? And the reason is that, that there is another spiritual law in this. Because seeds of new life are given in silence and solitude. Because immediately when we go to silence and solitude, we don't need to go to desert, we just need to create this environment in our life to create these moments of silence and solitude when we are alone with our God. And St. Isaac Syrian, he says that immediately when we enter to this environment, immediately in our heart, there is a birth of thoughts which moves us to repentance. It means that immediately when we enter to the silence and solitude, immediately in our heart is grace is doing its work and brings our heart to understanding what is barrier for real relationship with God. We see it is clarity and our answer is this movement of repentance. When we say to God, O oh Lord, forgive me. O oh Lord, give me strength to conquer this. O oh Lord, I am sorry that I went so far from you. And in this moment of repentance, we are open for understanding or knowledge which comes from above, which is gift from God. And we start to see with clarity at that moment <coughs> what is good, what is not good, what is useful, what is just junk in our life. Yes, and then Another steps are expected from us. But this is the beginning.
without giving up some kind of pleasures of life which are which causes that we are wasting we are days without going to silence and solitude it's impossible that thoughts of repentance are born in our life in our heart and without this movement without starting this process of repentance it's impossible to see clearly that the rich man from a gospel he was totally taken by pleasures of life he lived for these pleasures he enjoyed it and he was satisfied yes he had good life yes he enjoyed all pleasures of life but his life had its end and he was not ready to receive true life which is eternal the beggar didn't have good life i we don't know why he was deprived of all these pleasures of life even he was sick not only poor but this luck of riches this luck of health help him to become free from this world and be open for this knowledge which comes from above he was able to receive this gift of knowledge from above which made him ready to receive life in the bosom of abraham his suffering had its end and he received life without end this parable gives us not only advice not only this advice which option to choose but this commentary of holy fathers helps us to understand what we are supposed to do what should be our first steps towards openness opening our heart for this life in christ which has no end and we should not worry if we don't understand fully now maybe we have no idea what does it mean this life in christ but if we trust this teaching of holy fathers who had this experience and if we follow their advices 
very soon we will have like some kind of foretaste of this new life. And what happens then is very interesting. Saint Pisces said about this foretaste, this. He said, if young people would taste Holy Spirit only once, for short moment, we would need cranes to get them out from the church. This foretaste we can, we will experience if we follow their, their advices, will give us this powerful experience. And this experience calls that then there will be no cross would be too heavy for us. No suffering which will be like too painful for us. Though no mortification will be too hard for us. Because we will see in all those things these powerful good instructors which push us towards fullness of life in Christ. Let's have this hope. Let's try that. Let's concentrate our strength to that way which will lead us at first to this foretaste of new life and then to fullness life in Christ. Amen.